Hi everyone. Today, me and Endless Midnight Moon are going to be talking about one of her stories in um, Seeking Low Tides, which is in her anthology. So this story we're going to be looking at is called A Different Time. And if you guys want to check it out, I've included a link in the description. To put it simply, a different time is a different take on Beyond the Gray Skies. You've changed the setting by placing them in the real world, you know, using real world country names, and also you've changed the dynamics of their family. Yes, I did change the dynamics, the dynamics of their family. I actually, initially it was an idea that came out of, you know, Thanksgiving. They said, like, okay, fine, I'll create something. Well, I'm not, I did toy the idea of AU for quite a few times. It's like, so let's just imagine, okay, what, what, what happens if I, if I take them out of whatever setting they're born into and then try to, try to see what, what changes and what doesn't. And there's something interesting I realize is that sometimes it's only because I, I feel so that the marriage of the, of the parents is only happened in that particular AO. It doesn't really happen that, that easily, <coughs> that easily if you change, if you change the setting. Mm -hmm, right. So in summary, what do you think has changed and what has stayed the same? I think they're still roughly the same people. I never really tried to change too much about each other. But I think their circumstances could be never could be actually it's what we call radically more different. I guess in a sense because it's more it's not so like it's, it's not it's not so saying that there's not so much choice and also like the family's like they're more they've gone back to the more traditional way. And I think the only interesting one I've already talked about is I I've already revealed what exactly is going on Amaranta yet. Mm-hmm. Because because it's like hers is actually the last part because actually I was actually, I was actually ordering in terms of like so who's the oldest and who's the youngest? Is Amanda's going to take us away from Italy actually? Right, exactly. And Aurelia has changed a little bit too, I think. Yeah, indeed. I think it's because of her and her ambitions have changed because of the of, of like say she was not born into, into exactly the same circumstances that that really put that really push her to do exactly the same things. Instead, she's like, "Well, okay, I guess I guess it's like her dream became something a bit different. Like she she I think maybe she's more of an activist now, right? So how does that compare to Beyond the Gray Skies? I think in Beyond the Gray Skies, she's more passive, right? Yeah, she's more of a person. I think because in the Gray Skies, she's a lot more she's a lot more happy in the situation, so she's more passive." She doesn't really need to step up too much because she's already exactly kind of where she wants to be. That's true. So that's why she just focuses on studying. Yeah, because it's already like, okay, I'm already there. I don't, and that's roughly about it. I, I, nobody's asking me to get married. I'm still, I'm still pretty okay financially. And because I think the difference is like, that her, her mother has all the money, so she split it three ways. But in this case, mm -hmm. it's a father with all the money, so he's like, anybody's going to get his share and then anybody just runs off to Switzerland. <laughs> mm -hmm, right. So in this story, how has Anibali changed? Um, I would say that it's, you know, also the circumstances that there's more forces acting on him. So I think he feels less free and I think more restrained. And that's why he has to push back harder. Yeah, I think he definitely does. And I think his, his pushback his push is also due to like things are like... Uh, yeah, I think he pushed it harder. There's a lot more things against him, and I never realized just how important, how straight, how much of a, how much of an influence Nicole, Nicolo has has had as an influence on him, and I and I never really saw that until I was like, wait a minute, if he's rather be picked most possible, he journey would have fall back harder. And Nicolo, I think it's like after a while, he just he just suddenly stopped trying to push anybody to any particular direction. Mm hmm. That makes sense.
So how did you approach the historical setting differently compared to how you began with Beyond the Grey Skies? I think because when I first became Beyond the Christmas, I just and I just meandered my way into like that particular period. I never I wasn't really sure what I was like, writing most of the time. I was thinking, I actually want to be after, but somewhere in between, and, this, and then I ended up somewhere in between the eighteen, and then I ended up roughly doing say, okay, so when is this going to take place? Roughly the eighteen thirties. Hmm. So, what else do you think has changed in this story? How about the politics? Did you approach the politics differently than how you approached it in yeah, Beyond the Grey Skies? I think the difference is that the politics was, it's really, it was really kind of established. I kind of really knew what I was looking for. And a lot of it came because I didn't exactly do a lot of research beforehand until I got to this. It's like, how much did he change? How much stuff did he actually change? Actually a lot because of like, the research, the politics, it becomes very radically different. And most cases, that, because then if they got stuck in, I think it's like, in most of the cases, like, in my other time, the, the politics is not really that important to like, like being three characters. They like, they frankly don't care. They're like, well, great, great. I'm, I'm doing great. I don't really care that much about what's going on. But then, in most cases, the politics does shape what happens, what's happening around them, mm-hmm. because the circumstances, the family, their, even what kind, of, what kind of marriage they're going to end up making. Because, like, you know, it's like he, like, a bucket of expectations gets placed on everybody. And then, every time about Amanda, it's because, like, you know, she's with Nicolo, and, and then, and and I realize something important. If if he never married Residua, he he'll be never he would never have much money because he's spending all all on something else. So what would that be? Hmm? What would that something else be? Mm, if she did, if um, it could be clothes, luxuries, whatever. Mm, I see, because she's really the person who manages everything, right? Yeah, she's really a person who manages everything and kind of replenishes everything, even even after even after it's got lost. And I think it sounds like she also never really had, she never, she's also never really stepped out because in this case it's not really she feels like, well, it's not the right time, it's not the right position to be in. And then she realizes that the pushback is actually pretty hard depending on where you are. Although she definitely does do a bit, but it's like it's not really nearly as much. Mm-hmm. What part did you enjoy writing the most in this AU? Mm, I think I actually don't quite know. I think the most interesting about part, I think it was just trying to put them in another situation and piece them together. It's not really quite the same as like, I don't think it's like the same journey as Beyond the Grace, guys. It's big, but it's like I'm trying to redefine that. Like, okay, so what's the things about the characters here that I really wanted to, they will definitely carry over and what definitely won't change that much. And I think because of, because of the situation, so the, result, the kind of things they do is a bit different. I realize that Amanda's never really going to like get into like the whole um so that whole seamstress thing at all. That's true, she won't. I mean, we haven't seen the her part of the story yet, but that's a huge change. Mm, I mean, let me just I mean actually it's like front of the show. But then yeah, it has it has really changed though. It's like I, I think about by the time I actually put her into that, she's she's more typical. And I also think it's because her, her mother is it's a bit more conventional because Nicola's marriage is like, well, he'll never really get into that particular that particular marriage that two of them end up together in, in, in the end of the day is that they both split apart. So they end up very more typically more conventional people. I'm actually looking to maintain Nicole's like more Greek identity, so like Mm-hmm. So like that, there's gonna be some knock-on effects of that, which is like, who is he gonna marry? This is sort of the whole orthodox thing. I think Nicole's not really that religious in the first place, so he frankly doesn't care. But then, who knows? Maybe whoever he ends up marrying is a is very, very religious. So she's very, 
very much about it. And then it's, I think the influence on Empress could be a bit different. Mm-hmm, I see. Right. Um, so who is the most different from their canon self? Is it Annibale, Amaranta, or Aurelia? Mm, so far, I think it's actually... So far, it's, I still think it's Aurelia. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so, too, because she seems more fiery and more passionate here. And, you know, I think less of a... I wouldn't say she's a dreamer in the canon, but she's someone who is very fixated on knowledge and her books so much that I think she cares not that much about the real world, right? Yeah. yeah. And actually, I wanted, I wanted to show you just something. I, 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 can, I can roughly show you what's going on. If I, can, I can roughly show what's, what's actually what's actually Amaranta because I finally finished just a, a, piece of her, a piece of her story, mostly just the beginning. Oh, okay. Let me, let me bring it out. Are you sharing this screen or? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to share my screen. Actually, let sure. me bring it out first. I'll share my screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, um, okay. okay, so in this case, it's like her family is dead broke. <laughs> By this time, Nicole is probably has probably spent most of the money, and it's like, and it's like she's the eldest daughter, so she's been left with pretty much nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm, I see. So, so, so she's actually very reliant on her looks in this chapter and in, in this entire. AU is like, I also try, uh, I'm not sure whether I, I, would, I would entirely go that direction, but the Eos case is like, right, <clears throat> right now, she's actually getting built out by her aunt more, more than say, they're getting helped out by her aunt more than say by anybody else. And it is, in this case, it's because like, um, because like the curious case that marriage is that like, it just work out so well for, for them. But at the same time, it's like, um, and also because actually most of her father is still like the diplomat, but he's more like, he's still as, Arguing roughly the same things that he'll actually be arguing in the future. But it's more like he's really interested in, in like an independent Greece and all that, which is the which is which is very interesting because at the end he brings into England. Mm-hmm, that's true. Do you think uh Niccolo has changed in this AU as well? Oh, probably. Probably. I haven't really exactly did a lot of his marriage because like most cases, maybe he's more worried about, about more stuff. Because like he doesn't have the same like, circumstances that allow him to go. Eh, whatever. I don't care. I I can supply I can supply my son with his future wardrobe. <laughs> so how many more parts of um this AU story are there for release so far? Uh, it's quite a bit more. <laughs> this is like part eleven. And are you honestly, done yet, or are there going to be more? A bit more. I think I think like, three to four more just to cut just tie up whatever. Just have Aurelia's entire uh, Amanda's entire story. And I think in those cases, it's like it's interesting because I was thinking, of, <clears throat> it's how I was like, is I split it my part and I tried to piece together why they'll end up in, in what will happen. And generally, just what can what can people become? Amanda comes like, well, I need to either marry very well or actually mostly marry very well because because it's like um, there's no money. She's going to rely on the looks and these carriers, right? So she's actually in London. Because the curious case about London was that. London actually had no, had no very strict social hierarchy because of that like, mm. anybody could just buy in and buy out. So like, and also because like merchant and gantries were quite, were quite a lot there. So I should say, fine, I'll, I'll go to England and learn, and learn to find somebody there. Oh, I see. Would you say that Amaranta is more fixated on marriage or um, Aurelia? Hmm. I actually think the, I actually think the Aurelia is a bit more. Amanda is more like, well, I'm just here to find somebody that 
think mother is more like I'm not so sure she's interested in marriage than she's interested in not starving. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think she's more practical in that sense. And as we've seen with Aurelia, she already has someone in mind. It's just that her father doesn't agree with the match and wants her to marry yeah. someone else. Yeah, I think it's a bit different because it's already a bit longer. Aurelia, whereas Amanda is like, I don't know who I'm looking at. I I could Jodie will be here for the next five years for all I know. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, she needs to find a way to survive. Yeah, it's a bit not not so survive. It's like it's more like understanding that the younger you are, the better the better the marriage prospect is and all that. But it's not actually that. But then it's also like there's also a possibility of it also going completely south for you. So nobody really knows. So like it was never really like confirmed that you will actually be able to find somebody that at that age. It's actually the beginning. That's very true. So. When would be the, when would she be considered sort of old? She's nineteen now, so if she's like above twenty four or twenty five, would she just be considered really old? Actually, I think it's a bit younger than that. Twenty two. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I think it's a bit younger than that. Traditionally, like the situation. Although, yeah, I think it's a bit so. But it was I think she's a bit like she's already a bit older than most girls when they when they actually make when they actually make their first rounds around here. But then her mm-hmm. father was like. I'm seriously way more concerned. We try, we try to save, we try to save, we try to save my country than try to marry my daughter off. <laughs> and I think, and I think so. He's also taking a very relaxed view of the movie because like he really wants Amanda to be a bit more. He's a bit more relaxed about this. He wants her to be happy after all. And although it's like he's kind of re- created the situation where it's like, yeah, I did screw my daughter over. But then I think you know he also doesn't want to really pressure her into a marriage she doesn't really like. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, thank you so much. I can't wait to learn more about the story. And, you know, you seem to have so much planned for Amaranta that we haven't seen yet. And, you know, I am very interested to learn more and more about the Seiyu in general. Thank you so much for having me around. Even, you know, and then because I actually had a lot of fun writing this Seiyu because, like, whether it was anybody or, like, Amaranta or already, I just didn't really know what I was like. I think we are trying to approach them a bit differently, trying to see what changed and what didn't. I think what means like I could I could easily because I'm rather so I really start you I'm rather go easily rehash already say very like chat would change it a bit because I actually want to focus here like okay, what would change is because Nicolo doesn't have residual, they don't have a fortune anymore, they're not gonna build them out or something like that. And as a result, I think because like as you know, I'm more like they're more practical down to earth. And honestly, and also already it's like there's also everybody I, I have this joke right back in there, it's like I'm anybody did once mention that or that that that, that that his father, that his father might actually be willing to, to just give away the entire her her sister's Aurelia's entire dowry to somebody to, to 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 if anybody could get into the could, could get into like basically the Austrian civil service. Mm-hmm, right, exactly. And we that was covered a little bit in the beginning too, with Anibale yeah, always also being influenced by that. Yeah, and he joked about it, but he's like, although he's like, I did mention it earlier, like, frankly, if that happens, I, I think my father would, my father would have the money to marry me something better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you. Bye.